1029 The Hog presents another Bob and Brian podcast. This Bob and Brian On Demand is brought to you by Marcus Theaters. There's a big difference between watching a movie and getting lost in one. Find out what Marcus Theaters means by getting tickets to a hot new release at MarcusTheaters.com. Welcome back to the program. It's Friday morning. It must be time for music news with Gary Graff. Good morning, Gary. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I appreciate you telling everybody that they're going to enjoy this. Well, you're going to. It's, they are. We've studied it, and all the all, all the all the research points to pleasure and enjoyment. Well, that's good. Yeah. It's all audience manipulation. You know. <laughs> hey, you're gonna love this. That's all right. Eddie. Yeah. Anything that helps. Hey, writers aren't the only guys with slants. DJs can do it too. Hey, here's a uh, here's a wild uh, question for you, Gary. Trivia. See if sure. you know. Luden's Cough Drops had a uh, commercial composed by what oddball kind of rock star? Oh, boy, I actually knew this once upon a time. Yeah. I remember when it came out, and I'm blanking on it now. Oddball would be the... would be the... Well, you know, not your mainstream Paul McCartney type. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't like Flaming Lips or The Residence. <laughs> Right. Which for Luden's cough drops might be, you know, it might work. So who was sense. it? Frank Zappa. Okay, that, yeah, that, that was it. He I do a... remember. I do remember that story. Was it yeah. a jingle? No, it oh. was like this annoying little like score music animated thing, and then the animated thing just went. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, it was like a piece of score music. For yeah. Commercial. How did yeah. that make me want Luden's cough drops? Uh, well, when you're watching it and you start coughing, you're going to go running. <laughs> <laughs> Music so bad it makes you cough. Well, the yeah. annoying animated blotching on the screen was slowly pushed away by a box of Luden's cough drops. Oh, and then I the last it. five okay. seconds, it's this was, this like was quite a while ago. Yeah, like seventy-five. Well, how yeah. long has Frank Zappa been? It won an award. It won a Clio award. Well, you know. Wow, you re- are you a Zappa fan all of a sudden? No. Are you a Luden's fan? I'm just a cough drop man. Yeah, okay. I had a cough earlier in the week. So. Would that be important to remember later in the show, maybe? It, it would be. Oh, there you go. Hey, Dave Grohl has done a great job of fooling us all for all these years. I think I've never talked to him, but I didn't hear, know that he was he was nearly deaf. Yeah, he came out uh, this week and in, a, in an interview, you know, he's promoting this uh, Studio Six 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 horror film that the Foo Fighters made and that opens in theaters today. And he started to talk about his hearing loss. And, the, you know, the way it came up was he was talking about how he's been having a hard time, you know, during the pandemic because he basically reads lips. And you can't do that when people are wearing masks. Right. Uh, he says it's interesting, though, because he, he at least claims that, you know, he, he doesn't use in-ear monitors on stage. He still uses the big wedges that you see, you know, that from from back in the day. But he says on stage and in in the studio, he hears fine. You know, he can still sit down with a with a piece with a recording and hear exactly what he needs to hear. And on stage, he can hear what he needs to hear. But it's in. But he has really bad tinnitus. And in and in the you know just conversation and stuff, he has a hard time. That's what sidelined Huey Lewis, right? Tinnitus. Uh, Huey has even worse. He has Meniere's. Disease, oh, okay. Even, yeah, that's beyond tinnitus. That's a, that's a real... But Huey says his hearing some days is okay, and then he'll go two or three weeks where it's terrible, right? It's so he unpredictable. Yeah, he'll, he'll tell you, like, today's a B, today's a D minus, right. today... Uh, but, yeah, that, that's that's a shame, you yeah, know, that, that that happened. Yeah, we had Huey on when he was when he put out that last album. He right, was yeah. 
without a doubt, one of my favorite guests we've ever he's had a, on. He's a, he's a super. I've you know he's been a friend for a num for many years since back in the eighties, and uh, just a, just a super guy and like. You know the guy that should never have ha- happened to, because all he wanted wanted and wants to do is to go out on stage and play his shows and make his fans happy. He just said he just liked hanging out with the guys. He goes, "The thing I miss most yeah. is hanging out with all my oh, yeah. you know, the band, all my buddies." Yeah, and, so. and they've kind of they've kind of spread to the winds. Uh, you know, a couple of them are doing their own things. The bass players is part of Toto now. So. Hey, I, I think this is on the table now, but I don't know that I want to do it because what if he was a bedwetter when he was a kid? Can I sleep in Ronnie Van Zant's old bed at the new Van Zant Airbnb? Any what? any of the Ron, any of the Van Zant. In fact, you can. Donnie, they, Johnny, uh, Ronnie, Donnie, Ronnie. You know the whole family. <laughs> now their uh, their their family house in uh, in Florida is is an Airbnb. Uh, you can you know it's and it's not you know it's kind of a, kind of a modest uh, house over there. It's in the Hillcrest neighborhood of Jacksonville. Uh, Florida, and I think it's, it looks like it's one story and three bedrooms. Um, you know, it's actually designated as a historical site, but I guess you are allowed to, you know, to still rent it as an Airbnb. So yeah, you know, it has some amenities: Wi-Fi, board games, a barbecue, uh, frame photo of Skinner, a gold disc from Street Survivors, uh, two seventy-four a night. That's uh, actually reasonable. Two seventy four. That's not bad. So yeah. if you're, you know, if you're going to, you know, if you're going to be in Jacksonville, uh, there's something you 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 can consider being a free bird. And, I would have uh, thought they would have tried to cash in more on the hey, this is where you know the the Skinners came from. You're going to yeah. pay twelve hundred bucks a night. Well, I, I guess if you sit there and you think about it, we'd rather rent it for seven nights a week at two hundred seventy four a night than maybe a couple nights a month at some. You, know, you do that in a couple of years after all the super fans have been through and spent top dollar on this yeah, place. Yeah, maybe, maybe. So, you know, the owners have their reason for doing it. And for all we know, and the, I really haven't looked into this, there may be a limit what they can charge because it's a historical site. That would be limited? It could be. That could be part of the deal with being a historical site is, okay, we'll give you permission to do commerce here, but... You know, you can't you can't cash in as much as you might like to. Maybe they okay. could maybe they could make more if it was a museum. Yeah, you know, like good. Graceland. That's possible too. So, um, Clarence Clemens' son, <laughs> he he's just trying to cash in on the old man's name, right? Oh yeah, <laughs> he's trying to sell big man weed. Big, you- well, it's, oh. big, it's edible. <laughs> it's, uh, what is the? Um, yeah, so this is uh, this is Clarence, you know, Clarence Clemens' son Nick, one of his three kids. Um, he has been selling. Uh, it's called Big Man Blazed Baked Goods, <laughs> which is you know your edible, your edible, your marijuana treat. Um, and he's been doing this uh, for a little while now against court orders. So the way the Big Man's estate, Clarence Clemens' estate, is set up, that there's a family trust that controls all of his assets and his images. And Nick kind of went rogue and just did this by himself. The rest of the estate went to court, got a court order for him to stop. He's not stopping. So now there is a court, there's a court order that he's in contempt of court. And he hasn't answered that complaint yet. He's basically saying, come and get me. I am part of the estate. I can't sue myself. Uh, you know, I, I think he's been, been eating some of these blazed baked goods uh, himself because eventually the gendarmes will appear at his doorstep. 
So they and, they will come and get him. They will come and get okay. him. Yeah, this will. So you know, and the and the court. It sounds like the court is pissed. Um, you know, just from the, the where was this filed in New Jersey, California? Uh, this, is, this is in, I believe, Virginia. Okay, all right. What's going on with Britney Spears? Um, you know, lots of stuff. So first, we get word that it looks like she is she has signed a book deal, reportedly a fifteen million. That would be one five. A million dollar book deal with Simon and Schuster. That's a record setter behind only the Obamas. Wow! Um, so it tells you what the demand is. Apparently, but there's huge... a big gap between her and what the Obamas got. Right, I think the Obamas, it's like forty-five uh, million. Were, they got sixty million. Yeah. Um, and so you know, but fifteen million is still pretty good. I take it uh, without a doubt. And you know, she's you know, apparently going to do this book. She had. You know, tease this on social media for a while, saying, "Oh, I should, I should do this and and lay a little waste and you know get some revenge on those who done me wrong." So we'll see if and when that transpires. Meanwhile, she is vowing uh, to get revenge on her former management team. Uh, this was this was a company in in California. You know, two women, TriStar Sports Entertainment, that were signed by her dad you know, by Jamie Spears. And so Brittany contends that yeah, she actually has contended on social media they wanted to kill her, and not in the metaphorical sense. They wanted to kill her. <laughs> right, uh, so, company. I mean, so, but she didn't say, well, they... <laughs> she didn't say exactly what they did. Put a bomb in my car or anything. Right. but uh, Maybe they but, threw yeah, a toaster she, in the bathtub or something like that when that. she was in there. Exactly, but she is vowing to sue the feces out of, out of TriStar. Yeah, in, in the near future. So she, like Brittany, Brittany should be a little careful about these Facebook posts because she she opens herself up to potential. Exactly. So yeah. this is like so, the first you know, sign that the wheels are a little wobbly. I it, guess it is a little bit. I don't. You know, we, I don't want to go all the way there yet, but you know, she does. She does like to share, and and you know, we can say overshare, and I think there needs to be. You know, somebody needs to, perhaps their fiance say needs to, you know, say to her, it's time, you know, dial this back a little because you're you're opening, you know, you're you're proving them right. Boy, how do you do that? You do this stuff. How do you do that? You're you're Sam Asgari, and now you've got to breach the idea that maybe you know, not all the time, Brittany, but just once in a while, you should listen to some input from. From elsewhere. Some other people who love you. Or, I tell yeah. you what, before you hit the send button, just show me what you're going to put out there. Yeah. Just, or, you know. even, or even just walk away from it for a minute and come back Come back five, get a, get a drink of water, yeah, come back five minutes later and uh, yeah. d- decide if this is what you really want to do. Yeah. Did she uh, sing and dance for Pepsi or Coke? Which one Pepsi. was it? Pepsi. Pepsi, Go, right? have, a, go have a Pepsi. Yeah, she grab was a Pepsi. Pepsi. Yeah, she was a Pepsi. I think she needs something with no uh, caffeine. Right? No, we'll see, mm-hmm. but you know, you can bet that first version of the book is my my bet is the first version of the book that she submits is going to be a flamer, okay. and then <laughs> then you know the editors and lawyers will have their way, and we'll see what she has to say. All, All right, right, since we're talking about Brittany, not that they're, I, they're the connection is there, it's women. We'll stay on that. Kelly Clarkson's changing her name. She is. Yeah, is she that, wants to become Kelly Brienne, which is her uh, her first and middle name. Is that any her, good for her brand? I mean, I don't think be out looking so. For... I think you know you're you're pretty much entrenched as Kelly Clarkson. Right. Um, I'm not sure this is what you want to do. Although she does have certainly has the channels to do that with. When you have a a TV show, you it's easier to switch 
your brand right. you know, when you're in front of people every day than it would be if, if she didn't have something like that. You know, she never did change her name to Blackstock. She continued as Kelly Clarkson, and I guess, you know, she has a rough relationship with her father, yeah. and that's one of the reasons she wants to, to drop the Clarkson name. I'd ask well, if she gets along with anybody, but she does. She's yeah. She seems very affable. You, oh, yeah, and, you know, it could always be like the Kelly Clarkson show starring Kelly Brienne. Well, John John Cougar did it. John Mellencamp. Yeah, but he did it gradually and over time. He went from being Johnny Cougar to John Cougar to John Cougar Mellencamp, yeah. and then to, then to just John Mellencamp. And Hart's going out on tour this uh, what in the next year? A Hart a, is right. going out on tour. So this is going to be called Nancy Wilson's Heart, and because it's going to be Nancy Wilson and not Ann Wilson. Is it because they're fighting? Um, yes. Yep. Or disagreeing, at least we should say. Apparently they had a big offer on the table last year to go out on the road as Hart, and they couldn't agree on a band. Ann wanted a, a band of completely new players. Nancy wanted to stick with the group they'd been touring with for a number of years. So last year's tour didn't happen. Discussions happened again this year. You know, no, you know, there was going to be no compromise. So Nancy said, fine. I'm going out in the fall. She's going to open for Sticks as Nancy Wilson's heart. Uh, she has Kimberly Nicole, who was a finalist on season eight of The Voice. Some people might remember her. Uh, she's going to be the lead singer. And then she'll have the guys who were heart, part of heart, uh, the touring band uh, over, over in the recent years. What? Uh, how big is this uh, crypt Ed Sheeran wants to build? I don't know. I haven't seen. Uh, I haven't seen diagrams or anything like that. But apparently, the neighbors are not happy with it, mostly because of the uh, the construction. Uh, they oh, seem to. Yeah, they uh, they're saying that you know the neighbors have have gone you know to the whatever the board is that oversees construction. In his neighborhood. His HOA, his homeowners association. Yeah, kind of like that. I thought he had like a 16-acre. It's a little bit. Well, they are big, you know, so neighbor is a relative term, but apparently there's a feeling that they can see, they'll be able to see this chapel, you know, which is going to be wood and wood and glass mm. and steel, and the neighbors are saying, you know, it's really uh, it's really a little too much. How long before, but, he, how long before he's keeping lawnmowers in there? You know, garden no. rakes. Yeah, right. the uh, hedge clippers and all that stuff. Uh, but, yeah, they're just saying, and one of the neighbors did raise the point. They said, how removed do these celebrities get that they have to have a place on their property uh, to go and have tranquil moments? We have, like, whatever it was, you know, a dozen churches hmm. walking distance from his house. And what do you hear from Journey? Uh, Journey, yeah, I talked with Jonathan Kane earlier in the week. They just started their new tour in Pittsburgh. And uh, they're going to be they're going to be coming to the uh, you know coming around the country. I know they're coming to Milwaukee, and you know you, well, the one thing you're not going to hear is a lot of new music uh, from from their new album. Uh, that album's not going to be out till till early summer, the Freedom album. So you're going to get a lot of Journey hits. But I was surprised as I've been looking at the set list. Uh, Don't stop believing, third song in the set. You know, I'm used Isn't that, to that what you being, close with? Most people are used to that being at the end or, hmm. or near the end, and uh, so that's kind of an interesting take on it. We'll see how that changes and morphs. I'm sure people are going to, you know, going to react in different ways, and, you know, if the fans tell them, listen, we, we really want that to be the end or the next to last song so we can hear it and leave. <laughs> um, <laughs> 
That's when you know it's time to head yeah. out the door when you hear yeah. that one. Yeah, but John was telling me the album. He thinks people are really going to like the album. It's got the mix that everybody wants. You know, it's got the ballads. It's got the big rockers. He says some of them, some of the songs do go out there a little more in in the rock direction and give Neil Sean a, a chance to, you know, to really stretch out. All right, Gary, we're out of time. All right, well, you guys have a great weekend. Stay warm. All right, you too. Very good. Talk to you next week. Winter can't last forever, right? Uh, well, that's what we like to think. <laughs> All right, we'll talk to you next Friday, Gary.